If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. It is destination listening for dedicated golfers. Stop looking right now because you found it. It's Tea to Green, it's the golf show where we talk golf every Sunday from our home base in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Welcome and thanks for listening. I'm Jay Ritchie, along with Jerry Evans, the Duke, Robert DeCosa in Master Control. We've got another terrific show for you today. Things are heating up weather-wise around the country. Things are also heating up on the pro tours, especially the PGA Tour, which is stopping at Arnie's Place, Bay Hill, in Orlando, Florida this week. Then it's on to the Players' Championship next week. We will check in on all of the Florida golf action with our good buddy Tom Edrington later in the hour today here on Tee to Green. But up first, we're going to talk about the most important thing in all of golf. No, we're not going to talk about clubs, balls, tee times, or Jerry's handicap. We're going to talk about water. No golf course can survive without it, but in some parts of the world, and in some parts of our country, it's getting scarce. and That could have a major and devastating impact on golf in the future. James Simons may be golf's savior. He's the director of agronomy at Anthem Country Club near Las Vegas. His course is reducing water usage by 30 million gallons this year. And he'll join us today on Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What club should I choose? You know, I'm lost out in the forest. Save me from those double bogey blues. It is America's longest-running network radio golf show. It's Tita Green, now on Sirius Channel 217, XM Channel 203, and the Sirius XM app. I'm Jay Ritchie, along with Jerry Evans, and we are teeing it up and talking golf with James Simons next here on Tita Green.
Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and I have a question for you. You know that unwelcome guest everyone wishes would just leave already? That's COVID-19. That's why I got an updated booster designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. Got it? Check eligibility and schedule your updated COVID booster at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So so call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. At Staples, school is always in session. And savings never take a holiday. Especially now, during Staples Teacher Palooza. You save big on everything for school, like 25% on classroom decor and stickers, up to 40% on brands like Post-It, PaperMate, and Elmer's. Plus, two-ounce bottles of Purell hand sanitizer are just 49 cents. During Staples Teacher Palooza, teachers save big, and so do you with classroom deals for everybody. But deals end soon, so hurry to Staples today. Offers end 311. In-store only while supplies last. We are your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. Lots of ways to listen to Tita Green these days. We do appreciate you listening, however you are tuning us in on this Sunday as we are back to talk a little golf. More than a little golf, a lot of golf. I'm Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans. How you doing, Jerry? I'm doing well, I want to talk to you about this handicap thing you were talking about in your opening there. <laughs> to pick on you. Um, I was wondering if there's a number that includes two zeros. Is, is that part of would, how we figure my handicap? Is that what you're thinking? I haven't seen you play for a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Anyway, I deserve it. Welcome into a, another home edition of the big show. If you hear some chewing in the background, 
It's not Jerry working on his bagel, his <laughs> bagel. It's it's uh, Roscoe, the rock star dog, who's working pretty hard on a bone. He really yeah, is. Sure. You yeah. know, I already used that joke about uh, being Napoleon, about being a Bonaparte, but we won't go there anymore. So. All right. Uh, on the show today, later in the hour, Tom Edrington back with us. He's down in Orlando, where things are really heating up on the PGA Tour at Arnie's Place uh, with the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. Great leaderboard there. And the final round of that coming up today. We will address the issue of John Rahm and find out why he disintegrated, it seems like, in the last couple of rounds. I think they had to wash out his potty mouth with soap, and it's hard <laughs> to play when, when you got soap in your mouth. Uh, yeah, that's true. Anyway, our first guest is standing by and ready to go. He's been called the Desert Dynamo. Uh, I like to refer to James Simons as perhaps the savior of golf because of really? what he's doing with water conservation you know it's 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 a problem especially in the west here in colorado we're not the far west but we're seeing it you and i we play courses that are a little more browner these days in midsummer when they should be nice and green right. than they were a few years ago and uh, if you don't have water you can't have a golf course and if you can't have golf courses you can't have golf golfers golfers yeah but uh, he's the director of agronomy at Anthem Country Club in Henderson, Nevada, near Las Vegas. And James spearheaded a water-conscious renovation that's expected to reduce water use by 30 million gallons per year. That's three zero million with an M per year. That's a lot of water. That really is a lot of water, and that says a lot for the kind of work that he's doing and I think we should just get right into it because yeah. this is something that needs to be addressed. We've got him on the Tita Green guest line. James, welcome to welcome to the big show. How are you doing today? Great, guys. Thanks for having me. How are you all doing? Good. We're doing great. Um, first off, before we start talking about the course and the renovations and what you're doing to conserve all that water, give us a little bit about your story and your background. How did you come by by this particular job on this particular course and What's your background uh, to get you to, to get they got you there? Yeah, so I've been uh, been in the golf golf industry maintenance side for about since two thousand two thousand one. I'm actually from uh, Mississauga, Ontario, which is a big suburb outside Toronto, Canada. And uh, married an American, went to the, from the same year, went to Penn State, got to study agronomy, and worked in the Mid Atlantic for about twelve years, Virginia, Delaware, and uh, worked for a management company that brought me west to uh, Henderson at a, actually a club across the street from Anthem. Uh, I was very fortunate for the opportunity. It was a total learning experience going from a East Coast environment with humidity and, and so forth and then going to the, the dry heat, which is a real thing. <laughs> but um, And then I worked at Anthem Country Club almost five years ago. So a lot, a lot of water in Canada. Did you ever foresee is the day when you'd be working at a course where Finding enough water could be an issue? No, of course not. You know, you, we, we definitely take water for granted, I think, nationwide. And when you're in the west, the southwest here, it's on the forefront. And when you're seeing Lake Mead, um, which is the largest reservoir in the U.S., it's it's dropping like it has even since I've been here. Uh, you know, it was back in uh, 2000 when the water was uh, flowing over the, the overflows on the side there. And now it's, you know really really low it's almost eerie when you walk out there and see the lake so it, it's a real problem up in front and for all the golf courses and it's not just me it's the whole southwest um the southern nevada water authority and various outlets are really making this a big deal 
First of all, uh, I want to tell you that my brother lives in Henderson. I think he's in the Anthem Complex. <laughs> so if you get a chance, say hi to him. Uh, the other thing I want to address is, how did you come up with this plan to save all this water? Well, it was sort of um, put upon the golf industry and all the industries in southern Nevada. So the, the, the governing body, if you will, with the water is called the Southern Nevada Water Authority. And their job is to basically monitor the, you know, the the lake, Lake Mead, at the front, and then water supply for Southern Nevada. And they deal with the agencies with all the up, upper and lower basin states that use the Colorado River water. And so, um, anyway, they they basically set the press. Uh, they came out in April of last year um, that our water allotments, which they deal in acre feet, which is basically an acre wide of water, a water a, f- a foot deep. And, and that's how they, they um, measure and, and, you know, organize their water usage. Um, so it went from 6.3 acre feet per acre per year were allotted for golf courses. And then they've now set a thing which is going to take effect in, in January of next year, which will be four acre feet per acre per year. So golf courses, whether some use it all or not, are going to basically lose 30, 30 to 35% of their previous available allotment. And so for clubs like... Anthem Country Club that used cool season grasses that would you typically find um, in you know cooler climates. Um, let, me, let me just say this: Vegas is sort of a unique situation where we're not Phoenix, we're not Palm Springs, and the uh, we're, we're day to day we're ten degrees cooler than both of those locations. And so Palm Springs and Phoenix, um, in the let's say the low desert, Vegas is called the high desert for that reason, because we're much higher elevation and cooler, they, the, those areas can use Bermuda grasses and warm season grasses uh, much more effectively because they have a lot more warmer weather to grow those uh, through the season. So Vegas is sort of in a quandary where it's, it's neither, neither grass, cool season, or warm season is perfect. Um, and so because of that, um, a lot of courses like ours is up on the hill. We're about 2,800 feet elevation. The strip's about 2,000 feet. And uh, we we can sort of grow both grasses, but the, the cost is though is that cool season grasses use a ton of water in the summer months when it does get really really hot. It still gets 110, 113, and so forth in the summers. And so by by switching cool season to warm season is one method you you can do to save a substantial amount of water. And that's where that 30 percent number comes in. Is you know by switching from rye, perennial ryegrass to a Bermuda grass, you can save about 30% in water for any given area, only simply because it doesn't need as much. And so that's what the SNWA has put upon golf courses, is if you use over four acre feet per acre per year, you need to reduce turf, remove turf, or convert turf. And they have various rebate programs that help you get there as well. But it's a a long-drawn process. It's not easy for golf courses to accomplish this. And uh, but we're an emergency state, and so I think our club gets it. They they understood we were already rebuilding our greens. The course is about 23, 24 years old, and the greens, what I like to say, had basically expired. They were riddled with poa annua weed, um, in this case, and then Bermuda grass and containment, containment uh, contamination, and so forth. And so we were already doing the greens, and when the SNWA rolled out in April, the um, I simply wanted to see, hey, we need to make changes to get this, make this happen. And so what we're already closed, so let me see if, one, is the sod available to get short notice like that. Usually it's not. And then, two, 
is uh, the contractor able to take on this large task of converting 35 plus acres, you know, of prepping them and then and then sodding these areas. And so both those answers checked off the box, took it to the board of directors, had a long, long three-hour meeting just to hash out um, if this was something we wanted to do. But they, in the end, they agreed that while we're closing down for the greens, this is the opportunity to be good stewards. And uh, and then we embarked on the project, and it was a success. So the we did the greens and the fairways in the same time frame, and we're able to um, reopen the golf course December 2nd of last year. We closed July 5th and opened December 2nd. And uh, we're, we're definitely on the forefront of the community in making these uh, uh, push to, for conservation, for sure. So we're ahead of it. We're not done by any means. This year is going to be a big year as well as we continue ter- more turf conversion and turf removal. James Simon is the director of agronomy Anthem Country Club located in Henderson, Nevada. 35 acres is what you had to work with, James. Are, are you an 18-hole course or, or more than that? We are at yeah, 18-hole private equity-owned a member-owned club, and uh, for that reason, there's a lot of benefits because the members can make the decision on what they want to do. And so uh, we're a Keith Foster design, um, sort of sprawls up on the hills, and uh, it's got some nice elevation changes and beautiful views of the whole Vegas Valley. All right. Uh, we're going to keep James on through the break, and we're going to continue on. Next segment, we'll dive a little deeper into just what uh, the renovation consisted of and, and some of the Uh, details of some of the work that had to be done. Estimated to save 30 million gallons of water per year after the renovation. James Simons, our guest today, will be right back. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? 
and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Golfers listen because we speak their language right here on Tee to Green, the golf show every Sunday. I'm Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans, and we continue with our guest who is joining us today, James Simons, the Director of Agronomy at Anthem Country Club in Henderson, Nevada, that's outside of Las Vegas, and we're, we're talking about water conservation, and Anthem Country Club, spearheaded by James, is unique in the fact that uh, with all of the water conservation efforts that are being implemented around the country, in particular the western part of the U.S. and some of the uh, tougher rules and regulations that are coming down. Golf courses are going to have to learn how to make do with less water uh, from now on till who knows when. And uh, if they don't, it could be it could be a devastating impact to the future of the game that we all love so much. And they've done a great job at Anthem. They started last year, last summer. Uh, it took them five months. They reopened in December. And uh, what they did, uh, some of the things they've done, is they uh, reduced uh, the club's decision to implement new grasses on its fairways and greens expected to reduce water use by 30 million gallons per year in a drought-stricken region. Besides new grasses and new uh, fairways, new greens, James, did you do anything else to the course? Did you kind of rearrange some of the landscape or anything like that? Yeah, so I mean, from a golfing standpoint, some some design changes were made um, just simply for playability purposes to enhance the course. Green, a green was moved back, or all the greens were, were rebuilt from scratch. Um, a fairways were tweaked, and you know some bunkers were put in, and so forth, or, or, or changed out. But from a water conservation standpoint, um, the the other part of it is just turf removal, and we're sort of in the middle of that. So we've done some of that over the winter, where you strictly just so you got the desert perimeters, and maybe you just bring them down closer, so you shrink your rough a little bit. Um, the architect, uh, Kevin Hargrave, who did our design, he's the one that uh, went, went through and sort of indicated areas of opportunity to save water by, re- by reducing your rough acreage. And so that's going to continue through this whole year, actually. Now, with all this work that's been done, we unfortunately have to address the issue of cost. And... Um, what kind of uh, barriers did you run into as far as the cost was concerned, and who did you have to pass that along to? Yeah, so uh, of course, and that, that's a fair question. Um, the the members have taken on obviously through capital reserves and assessments for the greens and so forth. Um, the Fair, Fairways project was a another one point six million dollar project to to take on in addition to the greens. It's no not no chump change there, right? But 
Um, so we had to take on various methods to take that on through notes and so forth, um, or just further contribution from the members. But the Southern Nevada Water Authority does incentivize residents to remove turf. They incentivize businesses to remove turf as well. And, um, and so there is a, a rebate program in effect right now to help golf courses convert. Um, and so some of that will be offset by, by rebate money, so, which is good because they want to incentivize people to do what we're doing. So, so, some, so the finances are, it does not float uh, easy. It, it definitely is expensive, but, but there is some, uh, some help, if you will. Jerry made a good point, too. We were talking during the break that in Henderson, Nevada, and in places like Las Vegas and Phoenix and Tucson, you could shut down when you did in the summertime and reopen in the wintertime because, because of the climate and the temperature there. Uh, so that worked out pretty well for you. If another course is looking, you were closed five months. If another course or other courses are looking at doing something like this, is that a, a pretty good time frame reference, five to six months to get this kind of work done? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, uh, to be honest, they, there was a lot of yeah. There's a lot of prep work involved uh, as far as remove, killing the old grass and then and then and then prepping the fairways. You know, you raise sprinkler heads, you fix drains, you fix some drainage issues before you do that, and then you come in with these large rolls so of sod, which is pretty neat to watch as well. But um, yeah, no, I think that's a fair time frame. Obviously, if you convert to Bermuda grass, you have to do it in the summer months. Um, so you'd be limited to that window anyway. Um, thankfully, like like you alluded to, the the temperatures are are high. Uh, the golfing weather is not ideal in, in the afternoons. We, we're very busy in the mornings, regardless. So we definitely displace the member member play. But but that is your your main opportunity is in the middle of summers to convert to warm season. Have you been approached by other courses around the United States uh, to implement a program like this? And you had mentioned earlier the fact that uh, this is not a major problem back east, but it certainly is out west. Uh, are there any courses that have approached you about how? Hey, how can we do this? Yeah, I mean the strategy is there. It's just a matter of trying to sell your your owners or your memberships or your golfers to to, to make that to take that uh, the next step. Because part of the the hang up on converting to warm season grass, and in this case, is not overseeded warm season grass. So typically, if you go to Palm Springs or wherever, they they would have Bermuda grass base, but they'd oversee with ryegrass. Right, and then they and then it, the Bermuda would take over in the summers and repeat the process. Well, overseeding ryegrass is a very water costly um, procedure, and so having the golfers and membership and various those people involved to buy into that look is is a selling point. You have to sell that. Um, so at Anthem right now, our we do not we have overseeded roughs and dormant fairways. So we have like that tan sort of green contrast look, which is, is quite sharp actually. And there's there's several courses you see it down in Scottsdale that do this. You have dormant roughs or green fairways. Um, so selling the membership on the benefits of, of that, and also having them understand, well, one that we're, we have to do it, but two that you can still have a high end playing surface, and still and then help help conserve water. You know that's the main thing. So if they can buy in, you can get a lot done, and you can still have be a high high end product. The switch to warm seeded grass, how, has that affected play or how the course plays? Yeah, so in the short term, um, there, there's definitely, we're still sort of growing it in, so to speak. Like, I'm, I'm eager to get through this year, this summer, to sort of finish it off because it um, we sort of ran at a time going into the fall to really get the grass fully mature um, and root down and, and so forth. So 
Uh, as far as play is concerned, just as far as Bermuda grass, um, it's a very playable surface. Uh, you can mow it very short, so you have a nice tight lie on the fairway. And, uh, and then in the winters, typically when it goes dormant, you get a ton of ball roll. And, 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 so, and that's, that's the benefit of it is that when you get a nice drive, you can get a lot of roll after the fact and, and have um, a shorter shot in. So mem- members and golfers seem, seem to like that part of it. Obviously, it's just the, the brown side of it that you got to guess. Now, that being said, there's painting has has really moved up um, and progressed in technology uh, over the years, and so there's many courses in town and in, in all over the country, Florida, you know, and so forth, that are utilizing paints to enhance the turf, and you can still create a very nice product. I will say that the limiting factor in all of this, and always is, is cart traffic. So, so it's the golf carts that map down any turf, cause compaction issues. And, and that's the thing that can really um, ruin the, the playing surface over time, no matter what surface you are, but especially dormant Bermuda grass. You think we might see a, a, a change in design or manufacture of golf carts uh, eventually as a result of this? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't think in the short term. I mean, you are seeing more of those like scooters and two-wheel things, which have a, a, a smaller footprint. Um, that's definitely appealing. So rather than four tires, you have two tires. Um, you know, it seems like just the way most most golf communities are built in the last 20 years is all around in communities, around homes and so forth, and they're sprawling through neighborhoods. And so walking, it's just not feasible. Um, so, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, obviously, I think I love walking courses. I grew up doing that as a, as a kid, and I would love to see it come back, but it's just I don't think it's feasible. So transportation around a golf course is, is a necessity, and just how do we get there? Yeah, we'll see. Would the golf courses cause more damage if there's more moisture, or are they more susceptible when it's a dry environment? Yeah, I mean, it's a perfect balance of either. Overwatering is never a good thing, and underwatering is a problem as well, where it can become dry and dusty, and the turf can just sort of wick away. I mean, you have to weather away, excuse me. You have to have a balance as far as watering correctly. I mean, to that point, in the, in the Southwest, watering is such a premium. Not only is it is it not as available as it was, but it's, it's, it's very expensive. So superintendents in the Southwest are motivated extensively to not only from a playability standpoint to providing good, not no wet areas and, and no dry areas to keep the turf green and looking good, looking healthy, but from a cost standpoint, it's it's it, we're very motivated to save money um, because we use reclaimed water at, at Anthem Country Club and. You know, and so dealing with it has its own challenges, but it still costs money. And so, um, watering appropriately is essential, and and we utilize tons of technology. So there's a, um, a thing called evapotranspiration, which is basically measures the amount of water you use each day in transpiration. And so golf courses use that as a measuring thing to determine how much water they need to replace the following day. And then that's when Bermuda grass comes in, is because it uses less than ryegrass, so you have to replace much less. He's been called the Desert Dynamo, Director of Agronomy at Anthem Country Club, Henderson, Nevada. They're expected to save $30 million, not just this year, but every, 30 million gallons of water, not just this year, but every year, thanks to the renovations they just completed on a five-month project that uh, took up half of last year. James, this has been great, informative. We love what you're doing to help save golf and keep up the good work. Thanks for joining us today on TD Green. Thank you very much. Enjoyed it.
James Simons, today, here on Tee to Green. That was good information and something that I think a lot of golf courses are going to have to address. I think so, too. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 Everyone watches more than 5 hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over the phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. News, interviews, and lots of fun for everyone interested in golf. That's what we do here on Tee to Green, the golf show, right, Jer? We have a lot of fun doing it as well. That's the main thing, having some fun. Our next guest is always fun to have on the air. Uh, for most of his adult life, Tom Edrington's been a golf writer, award-winning golf writer right. for some of the top newspapers in the country, for some of the top golf uh, publications in the country. In recent years, we've come to know him. He's worked for Dogleg News, writing online, but he's given that up now. He's going to concentrate on his real estate business, on learning how to play the guitar, and also on improving his golf game. Well, that's uh, 
it's not bad. <laughs> you got to have certain achievements in life, you know. But we're not going to let him go totally. We're going to get him no. from time to time to talk a little golf because he's always so much fun to talk to. Tom, Thomas, how you doing this morning? Good morning. It's great to have both of you here. And I guess, yeah, after that, it's hard to live up to that introduction. <laughs> How's the, uh, you got some calluses on the fingers from playing the guitar yet? Yes, they're getting there. I've been, you know, I've been beating around for about a year, and I finally said it's time to get serious, which people should also do if they want to learn the game of golf, is take, take lessons from a real good teacher, and it'll make things more enjoyable for you. <laughs> Well, Jay was just Jay was just trying to string you along about the guitar. <laughs> six string, six string him along. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, next time we get you on, yes, bring the guitar with you. Yeah, really. No, yeah, I'll uh, I'll play uh, Pirate Looks at Forty. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> perfect, perfect for Tita Green. Also perfect for Tita Green is talking some golf, and boy, there's a lot of it going on down in Orlando this week, isn't there? Boy, look at the look at the leaderboard at Bay Hill, and it's simply amazing. You know, you got Kurt Kitayama leading at nine under par, and Kurt had to birdie the last hole to shoot even par seventy two yesterday. And for some unknown reason, Paul Azinger just has a total man crush on Kurt and thinks he's going to win today. And I'm not sure I'm on the same uh, wavelength as a Zinger because. Uh, right behind Kurt, you got Victor Hovland, who shot 66 yesterday, obviously has a lot of momentum, and the defending champion, the current Masters champion, Scotty Scheffler, sitting at minus eight with Victor. Uh, you know, they're going to set that course. The course was set up pretty easy yesterday in comparison to how it's going to be set up today. For instance, they were hitting eight irons in the 17. Uh, they're going to have to hit. They're going to put that tee way back. They're going to hit five irons today, and you got mm. Terrell Hatton is only two shots back. Shot 66 yesterday, and but look at some of the other names at six under. You got Rory and Harris English sitting at five under. Justin Thomas. You know what he's capable of. Jordan Spieth, who's you know lately become the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde of the PGA Tour, doing crazy great Jordy things and doing crazy silly Jordy things and then uh, the young fellow who got a, a sponsor's invitation Pearson Cootie out of the University of Texas shot 66 yesterday I think this kid's uh, currently on the Corn Freight Tour is going to play his way onto the PGA Tour and back at 400 which I don't think's out of it uh, you got Max Home and Cameron Young so you know, you look at those names, it's going to be a fun day to watch it over there, especially if they get a little wind out of out of the north, which is a different direction than it's blowing the last uh, few days. And it's not blowing at all over here in Tampa, so if that wind's coming from the north, maybe it'll eventually reach us. But, it, you know, you get that wind, you get the tougher setup at Bay Hill, and, you know, 66 being the low score yesterday, that would probably be – a great round of golf today. You addressed uh, the leaderboard and talked about all the people that are on there. Everybody wants to know, though, what happened to John Rahm? John Rahm is kind of like the month of March. March comes in like a lion, goes out like a lamb. <laughs> <laughs> John Rahm started like a lion and turned into a lamb. Okay. Well, I guess that sums it up, because uh, uh, it was amazing. I, I was reading about that, and I was thinking, wow, he just really dropped off the face of the earth. 
Well, you know, it, it's interesting, and people need to keep this in mind. And I tell people this. I think amateur golfers, you know, have their expectations are too high. They get too disappointed. But you look at a guy like John Rahm, who's probably, and I think number one's going to be a fluid situation. I think for quite a while you're going to have Rahm, Scheffler, and Rory kind of taking turns up there. But, yeah. it's just, you know, here's a guy that's got it all going one day, and then all of a sudden, you know, he, he can't he can't even shoot even par the, the, the following two rounds. It's a, it's a hard game. It's a hard game even for the guys who do it the best. That's for sure. Tom Edrington with us from Tampa, Florida. We're talking about the Arnold Palmer Invitational. I thought it was kind of appropriate, Tom, that one of the last articles you did for Dogleg News was about the king, was about Arnie. Absolutely the, the best ever guy. And I wrote how the first time I saw Arnold live was when we were in college. We hitchhiked to Greensboro the week that Martin Luther King was assassinated. So that shows how not very smart we were. Uh, and then we're out on on the course on Saturday, and, and lo and behold, we get up Sunday, and there's our pictures on the front page of the Greensboro paper. They took a picture of the gallery, shooting through the gallery with Palmer down there, and that's the first time I'd ever seen Arnold. And, you know, we followed him, you know, uh, when we were high school golfers, you know, if if you were if you were a good golfer at your school, they called you Arnie, and uh, you know Palmer was just one of a kind, nicest nicest superstar that ever lived. Uh, treated people so well, treated people so very well. Uh, Nicholas used to be amazed because Arnold would, you know, after his round, people would be all around him. He stop and he would sign every autograph. He might sign three four hundred autographs you know, at a pop after he, you know, he, whether he played good or bad. And, you know, Arnold looked you in the eye and smiled at you, and he, that autograph, it just, boom, he signed it in like three seconds. And I remember one time I had Arnold sign a picture for my best friend's father, who was a huge fan, and I said, Arnold, could you put on there to Charles? And Arnold, all of a sudden, he's writing to Charles, and 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 it took him longer to do that, and then <laughs> there's the signature, and the two Charles doesn't even look like it was signed by the same person that signed Arnold Palmer, but greatest autograph in sports, there's no doubt about it, you know. And Arnold used to tell a lot of these young pros, give people a legible autograph so they know who that autograph came from. And unfortunately, you know, guys just don't know how to sign their names anymore. <laughs> That's probably true, yeah. Uh, I can remember as a kid, uh, you know, following Arnold Palmer, even though I really didn't have anything to do with golf at all and never got to really play until late into my uh, teenage years. And it always struck me that he was exactly what you said, the nicest person, the person that took time to really acknowledge the fans. And I think everybody really appreciated that. Yeah, it, it, and then if you if – you know, we got to know Arnold. He loved talking to the writers because, you know, like I said, he treated everybody great. And he knew, you know, he knew writers from the time that he came on tour. And a lot of the writers helped, you know, back then. That was how people got to know you through the newspapers. And so Arnold always had, you know, affectionate part in his heart for the writers, would spend time with you. You know, the coolest thing in the world was to have a rolling rock there with Arnold, you know, and, uh, 
and just get to know him a little bit. Just, uh, you know, he was, like I said, he'd, he'd be like sitting there, you know, talking to a new guy you met that you just played with, and it's just a really great guy, you know, and and not some gazillionaire flying his own private jet, you know. He's just, just, just a regular guy. Yeah, and he set the tone kind of for everybody on the tour as far as behavioral standards and things like that, didn't he? Oh, yeah, back in the day, you know, the, the tour had a kind of an unwritten thing about no facial hair. And I remember one year bail, Tom Watson showed up, long hair and a goatee, and Arnold just took him aside and said, you go get a haircut and shave. <laughs> and, and, and next day, Tom Watson had a haircut and shave. <laughs> yeah, no coincidence that uh, since Arnie passed in 2016, now you look and uh, Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, uh, Shane Lowry, right? Uh, all these guys, uh, uh, Darren Clark on the on the tour champions, they're all sporting the big beards these days. And even for a while, there Tiger had one, Phil had one going for a while last year. Uh, so yeah, no surprise, uh, no no coincidence that after Arnie's gone, we see more facial hair. Yeah, it's a, it's the year twenty twenty three, and it's you know in all sports, but. I don't know guys with beards. I don't know in the summertime. I, I it just seems to me that would be hot. Although you know it, maybe it helps protect your face from the sun too. So uh, maybe they serve a purpose. I mean, I, the, the longest I went without shaving was on our last trip to Scotland, and I and uh, I, I I grew you know, a little bit of a beard, and that's that's the longest I'd gone without shaving. And <laughs> you know, it's a little bit of a different look. I, I waited one day after I got back when I went to the office so everybody could laugh at me. <laughs> All right. We can't let you go without a, a word or two about Live Golf and what you're seeing there. I think Live Golf is going to lose the litigation, and it's getting kind of contentious now because, you know, they have uh, the courts ruled that they can depose uh, Yasser Al-Rayamon, the, uh, the guy who actually runs everything. Greg Norman is commissioner in name only. This guy's pulling all the strings, doing everything. But now they're saying, oh, well, Saudi Arabian law does not allow him to be deposed. Well, they're coming into a, an American court, so you've got to abide by American rules. The guys, I don't think, I doubt he will show up in the United States. Uh, and if the courts order him, you know, to be to be deposed and he doesn't, they could end up throwing that thing out. And I just don't think a litigation of antitrust is going to work when Greg's saying how great their tour is, how successful their tour is, how wonderful their tour is. But uh, we're suing the tour because they've stopped us uh, from uh, uh, doing our business. And he's, you know, he's, he's contradicting himself. So I just, all the preliminary rulings have gone against Liv and, now things are changing. Now they say you can't, the team captains can't distribute the team winnings because now uh, you got to start using that money for travel and expenses. I'm telling you, the Saudis aren't dumb. They're not going to keep pouring good money after bad, after spending a billion dollars. Their whole business model depends on people buying these teams for $100 million. And I don't think there's that many extraordinarily wealthy people that think that's a good buy. <laughs> Do you feel like if the uh, Live Tour dissolves that then the PGA Tour will say, well, we're forgiven for getting 
allow all those players to come back on a full-time basis? I don't know. We're going to have to let this thing play out. It's going to, you know, it, it'll start with the litigation. If uh, Saudis lose the litigation, uh, or even if there is litigation, if the if the key players refuse to be deposed and claiming immunity under Saudi Arabian law, well, it's not being done in a Saudi court. It's being done, as I say, in American courts. So it's something to keep its eye on. Um, and, and I'm going to watch it closely because uh, – I saw the first live TV broadcast. It wasn't even on the main CW station here. And it, the production is just horrendous. And, you know, they have their, they're so uh, scripted because they sit there and tell you, and we have the greatest players in the world here on live. Well, they're lying to us right there. They do not have the greatest players in the world. They have a lot of older guys, you know, that have, injured themselves and Brooks Kepka was even on that Netflix say, uh, show saying, I don't think I can compete with these guys anymore. And that's why they took the money. DJ wants to retire in four years. So yeah, it was five. So last year's one, he's, you know, that's what his contract, as soon as his live contract is up, I don't think he plays again. And if the live folds, I think he just retires because uh, of the amount of money he's been able to get from them. That's Tom Edrington. Thomas, uh, always fun talking to you. Next time we get you on, we want you to bring the Jimmy Buffett songbook uh, with you. So, <laughs> play it on the guitar. We'll have a couple requests. And, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I hope you'll continue to invite me in occasionally because, uh, again, always will be following golf because golf is not just a sport. It's pretty much a way of life for us that have played it for yeah. a long time. For sure. We didn't even talk about the Players' Championship next week, but we're out of time. Tom, thanks for joining us, and have fun down there. Okay, you guys, take care. Tom Edrington with us today here on Key to Green. Be right back. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. 
We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Fastest hour in radio, the quickest hour in golf, another hour flying by here on T to Green today. Just remember, it's the same time frame. Just feels like it's going fast. That's a good feeling to have, though. <laughs> Amen. Hey, we talked uh, already a little bit about the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill with our last guest, Tom Edrington. Final round today, Dan Hicks, Singer, and the crew on NBC. Should be fun. Uh, the ladies are in Singapore, the HSBC Women's World Championship, the fourth round because of the time difference was overnight here, and it's ended already. Defending champ, Jin Young Ko, the winner, three shot, two shots better than Nelly Korda, three shots better than Danielle Kang over there in Singapore. And the old guys, the tour champions, the color guard classic in Tucson, good leaderboard for the final round today. David Toms, 11 under, Robert Carlson, 9 under, Steve Stricker, 8 under, Retief Goosen, Alex Cheka, Chris DeMarco, all 7 under, your guy, Bernard Langer, 400, Jerry. <laughs> well, why do you think that Bernard Langer is my guy? Well, you, we always ask me every week, how's he doing? Well, he always seems to do well. Yeah. Final round on Golf Channel today down in Tucson. Thanks to James Simons for joining us today and to Tom Edrington, two great guests. Always fun when we have great guests. Always fun when you can join us here on Tee to Green. And that's going to do it. We'll see you next week. Until then, hit them long. Hit them straight.